So I'm Trevor Dyson Hudson. I'm director of uh, Spinal Cord Injury and Outcomes Assessment Research at Kessler Foundation. I'm here with Dr. Lee Kirby, who is a professor in the Department of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation at Dalhousie University in Halifax, uh, Nova Scotia. Uh, Lee's here uh, visiting us for the next two days doing a wheelchair skills training program. This is part of a study called the Collaboration on Mobility Training. It's a joint effort between Dalhousie University, led by the uh, Mike, Dr. Michael Boninger, who's at the University of Pittsburgh, Dr. Alan Heineman, who's at Rehab Institute of Chicago, and Rachel Cowan, who is down at the University of Miami, uh, Miami Project to Cure Paralysis. The goal of the study is twofold to help train people in wheelchair skills and then the other uh, thing is to train those people in maintaining a wheelchair. Really the wheelchair has unfortunately been a, a symbol of disability however for rehabilitation clinicians it's the one device that we can make sure people especially with spinal cord injury mobility impaired uh, that they get the right wheelchair before they leave the hospital or at least shortly after they leave the hospital. Unfortunately, because of shortened lengths of stay, uh, people don't know how to properly use their wheelchair. The, the wheelchair uh, can open up the environment for them if they know how to use it properly. I'd like to echo that, for certainly, that uh, of, the, of any of the interventions that we use in rehabilitation for people with serious mobility problems, the wheelchair is probably the single most important uh, of all, assistive technology in general, of course, but within assistive technology, there's nothing that's more profoundly helpful than, than the wheelchair. But as you say, it's, they're not, wheelchairs are not without their problems. Uh, they require regular repair and maintenance and learning how to use the chair properly. They can get injuries due to overuse or tip over accidents. So although there are many benefits uh, uh, to the use of a wheelchair, there are also some problems in terms of how to deal with uh, those problems, maximizing the benefits and minimizing the problems, an improved uh, wheelchair provision process uh, is certainly one of the ways to go. And the World Health Organization in 2008 came out with guidelines on the provision of wheelchairs. And uh, they include a variety of steps uh, that uh, we would all take for granted in a rehabilitation facility as fine as, as Kessler's, um, but uh, not in many parts of the world. Uh, Really, the wheelchair is often a commodity that people go into a, a medical supply uh, facility and pick something out or they borrow something that their grandmother might have used. And so it's not prescribed for them, it's not fitted to them, not trained in its use. And the World Health Organization has indicated that all of these steps, the, or the referral, the assessment, the prescription, the fitting, the adjustment, the training and use, follow-up, uh, regarding uh, repairs and so forth are all important pieces in the puzzle to get the, the most benefit from the chair and minimize the problems. The wheelchair skills program um, is something that uh, we started in 1996 to try and help with that provision process. It provides both assessment protocols and training protocols. The assessment protocols are a questionnaire version of the wheelchair skills test and also an objective version where you actually watch the person performing the, the skills. It's, there's actually five versions of it, uh, depending upon whether you're using a manual wheelchair by the person who, the wheelchair user, manual wheelchair used by the caregiver, 
power wheelchair by the user and the caregiver. And the fifth one is the scooter, scooter users. They don't usually use uh, the caregivers. They're, they're usually at a slightly higher level of, of function. So there are five different versions of the wheelchair skills test questionnaire, five different versions of the wheelchair skills test. And the same thing with the training tips. The training program is more important than the assessment, although the two are related in a classic circle of education. You assess as part of de deciding what needs to be done, and if part of what needs to be done is the training, then, then you provide the training. You, you circle back to the assessment to see whether you were successful or not uh, with that. But the, the training program, what we've done is try to combine the best available evidence on motor skills learning theory the same sort of theory you might use whether you're teaching somebody to play tennis or swim the front crawl or play the piano. Same sort of principles apply when you're trying to learn how to get your wheelchair over an obstacle or up a curb with or without some help. So there's the motor skills learning theory that uh, one part of it, but the other equally important part is how the skills should be performed. And there's less research on that, although it is a, a growing area. But if you put those two together, that's the wheelchair skills training program. And we're very delighted to be involved with this, uh, this uh, multi-university uh, research project to try and assess the, the effectiveness of group training. It, it's a, a new area and, and a very big focus on spinal cord injury, which hasn't been focused on as much uh, in our assessment of, of these programs before. So there's real opportunity to forge new ground with the project that's underway now. So for the listener, I mean, what are some of the different steps in this the wheelchair skills program so what is the wheelchair pro skills program and yes. so what are the different sure you know from easiest to hardest well in terms of the the skills uh, that are involved there's a slightly different skill set depending upon the type of wheelchair of course uh, if you have a power wheelchair you need to know how to turn it on and off and switch between the various uh, speed levels and things uh, those are not skills that would be necessary for a manual wheelchair and there are things that people in manual wheelchairs can do, such as wheelies or coming downstairs and so forth, that wouldn't be possible in a power wheelchair. For the, the manual wheelchair, there are over 30 separate skills, ranging from those as easy as just pushing yourself across a room to those as difficult at the other end, of, as I mentioned, of going up and down stairs. We really don't live in an accessible world. No. I, mean, the, I mean, there is an ADA to try to make things more accessible, but it's only, I mean, people don't necessarily, facilities don't necessarily follow the ADA. And so, you know, wheelchair users knowing these skills, they don't, they don't always have to go find a curb cut. They can jump a curb, learn how to jump a curb. If they're out with friends and they want to go to a restaurant that's inaccessible, that has stairs, yeah. they know how to go up and down stairs. Um, or if an elevator's out of service or in the event of a fire even, mm -hmm. they can get out of a building safely. Yeah. As, so. as you say, the world is, both in terms of natural and built environment, is, is far from perfect. And uh, to have a few strategies and techniques to uh, be able to overcome them when you do encounter them doesn't mean we shouldn't try and get rid of them. Yeah, no, but, absolutely. Uh, but uh, that, that's a we don't have ongoing to wait. problem. Yeah, we don't have to wait for the policies no. To, no. to come and be put into action, right? And but the nice thing about the, um, the wheelchair skills program, I think, and, and this whole line of uh, work is that it's so low tech, mm -hmm. but nevertheless high impact, so that you don't need a lot of equipment. This is the sort of training that we have carried out in various parts of the world that uh, have no resources at all because the, the obstacles already exist. Uh, you don't have to mm -hmm. have a, a specialty laboratory to look at 
these things. They exist in their everyday lives, and so the training opportunity is right there. Just like you could teach somebody to swim anywhere in the world, you can teach somebody to use a wheelchair anywhere in the world. Are there any special, I'm sure you've got hundreds of them, but any real true experiences somewhere around the world that stick out in your mind? Well, one of the more, uh, I was just telling some people earlier today about, um, uh, we spent some time in Tanzania in Moshi, uh, which is in north, uh, within sight of Mount Kilimanjaro, and they, they actually do a very good job of wheelchair provision there, and working uh, briefly with uh, um, Abdullah Manish, uh, who works with the health, World Health Organization, and uh, is an excellent peer uh, role model for people who w use wheelchairs and does a lot of training and, and uh, life counseling. And after we'd spent some time showing him how we, we train people to do wheelies, for instance, uh, we asked him how he had learned to do a wheelie on his own because he was very skilled at it. And uh, he indicated had, that he didn't have anyone to help him, so he just backed his wheelchair up so that it was straddling a tree. And uh, when he did his wheelie, if he fell backwards, he just leaned against the tree and then <laughs> was able to, to, to correct himself. And I've, I've learned other skills from Abdullah uh, at other times as well. So. Yeah. It's all very well for us to go to different parts of the world and feel as though we're perhaps adding some value and building capacity, but uh, more often than not, we're learning as much or more than we're teaching. Sure, it's sure. very humbling. Absolutely, uh, a thing to do. Earlier in the day, you talked about eventually uh, you're going to have an app for an iPad, mm -hmm. so that will enable. Yes. Any facility. Now, will that be a standalone where they can download it, or will this be like online, like yep. an online app? Yes, it's, uh, it's actually, we've got the, the alpha version, we're just uh, debugging it at the moment. Um, the notion is that uh, we're trying to take advantage of, although this is a low tech, uh, you can do it with a pencil and paper to do the, the testing and the training uh, for people who work in uh, sophisticated environments such as uh, Kessler. Um, the therapists are walking and the nurses are walking around with computers in front of them and why not be able to keep track of things as you go so that we've uh, been, been writing this, this application for tablets primarily mm -hmm. that one can download free from the, our website yeah. uh, on the internet and, and use to record and eventually our, our dream, our vision is that we'll also, if someone forgets how to do something, they'll be able to, to click on a f make a few clicks and get themselves right through to the appropriate advice and not just the advice, but also to show a, mm -hmm. a video example if they're not sure how to do it themselves. But we're a long way from, from that. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, uh, but it's definitely in our, uh, our vision of where we'd like to take that program. Will, will you be able to actually collect that data and then use it down the road for outcomes? Yes, absolutely, cool. yes, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, no, the whole notion is that it's an all integrated mm -hmm. part of the healthcare system is the way we envision it. Sure, yeah. cool, and then the other thing is, uh, how long have you been doing the group sessions and do you have outcomes for group session training? Yes, um, well the, uh, the, the group sessions that are being done as part of this research project um, are relatively formal ones. We've, we do a lot of group sessions where we're training therapists to, in how to do the, the, the assessments and training, but uh, there's been less experience in doing group training with uh, wheelchairs. Um, we've. Uh, We've not had any formal experience in, uh, in as far as research outcomes until this project, and so this is where this goes the, the extra mile and adds new, uh, new information. Well, it's just a wonderful opportunity to be here at, at Kessler, and uh, it's, we feel a bit like we're bringing Coles to Newcastle to, to come to a, 
place with a reputation uh, like this and to work with uh, such talented staff and, and uh, that's been really wonderful and we're very happy to be able to just add a little on, in one small area.